Welcome to another episode of the Getting Things Done podcast from GTD Nordic. I'm Morten Rövik and I'm still here with my friend and colleague Lars Rothskill Hendriksen. Hi Lars. Hi Morten. Happy to be back to record another episode for our listeners. And if you are new to this podcast, uh, the goal is to support you in your own GTD practice, uh, reflect on how you can perhaps improve your, your GTD skills or learn GTD if you're new to the methodology. And, and if you are new to the podcast, then uh, you can learn the basics of the methodology in episodes one through six. But, you know, we hope that you find these episodes valuable regardless of how experienced you are with GTD. Good. And today's uh, topic is, I hope, interesting for quite a few of our listeners. Uh, the topic is, what's it like to be a GTD trainer? And uh, this is a wide topic, and we try to to chop it up a little and by telling, you know, what's your motivation to become a trainer? So if you have the right motivation, should you then apply? And uh, I... Um, I will send this over to you, Lars, to tell me what was your motivation? What's what's your story behind wanting to become a trainer? Well, um, first of all, I, I wanted to actually, I didn't actually know that it was a possibility uh, until this uh, Norwegian guy uh, posted in my, the forum that I had made for, for Danish GTD years. Uh, yeah, a lot of many years ago now. Um, and I didn't, uh, we actually got this question from, from a listener as well uh, to talk a bit more about this, how, how this is actually a possibility and a way of living, a way of life to, to, um, to share uh, GTD best practices, teach people how to to do GTD. And um, for me, the motivation was uh, I was uh, an independent consultant at the time, and I and I wanted to, this to be a part of the the business, uh, part of the offerings that I were providing in in Denmark. And you know, as uh, when I learned that it was a possibility, it it really didn't take me long to to apply. Um, and um, yeah, we met in, in Copenhagen uh, many years back now, Morten, and um, uh, spoke about this this possibility. And it really, you know, was an eye opener for me that this was uh, was was possible to 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 build a business around. I didn't know that this was available, and you know, learning. I think also the the quality of the material, the, the, you know, the 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 things that we received from the David Allen company, the the training material, the methodology behind it, the the visuals, uh, all the thinking behind it are really made by some of the the best people in the world uh, at these things. So it's such a, a pleasure to to deliver these things. Uh, I didn't know that at the time when I wanted to become a GCD trainer, but after becoming a trainer and and in 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 becoming a trainer, uh, I figured that out, and it was really yeah, it's been been a lot of fun ever since. Yes, and. Um and you not totally skipped the motivation part. What motivated you? Why? Why do you wanted to be a trainer? Well, for me, in you know, it was really to um, to help people learn GCD, a methodology that had helped me for so many years. Uh, and when we spoke, I had been using GCD for seven or eight years, I think. Um, and being able to to share that, uh, of course, I had, like I think many of of the GTDers listening to this, I've been sharing tips and tricks with my colleagues and trying to help them uh, in in their daily lives. Um, so so this was part of the reason for me to really impact people and, and help people lead lead better lives. That's that's I think what it comes down to. Exactly. What so, about you? No, I I um, my story of getting to. You know, to where we are today, uh, started back in 2006, I started in a new job. So 
managing director for IT consultancy. And uh, I was hired because I was, they deemed me to be fairly structured and they needed uh, some help structuring the, the company a little. And uh, and uh, I re- quickly realized I need some some something more than my practices, which was lacking. It was full of holes. I didn't, you know, it didn't like everybody else in the world who doesn't know GTD. You or you're trying to make um, sense of it all, trying to make a system to not lose things. And I understood I needed something more. And, and on the exact date I started this new job i stumbled upon ggd in the podcast by the way podcast this is kind of like things <laughs> have a tendency of going in circles so this podcast started i talked about ggd and i was highly intrigued and that started my journey to learn gtd uh, downloaded the book started um, listening to it um, as an audiobook with david and starting implementing and i understood very quickly that this is this is a life-changing opportunity for me. So, because I understood with my um, my commonsensical brain, my logical brain, that this will work if I implement this. I understood the logic behind. And uh, soon after I started practicing, I understood that why. And remind, sorry, the question arose in my brain: Why is this not part of the school system here? Why this is genius? This is this will help a lot of people, and that sparked my idea of bringing GTD. Well, first and foremost to Norway at the time, um, but and after running after David, which I started doing <laughs> a few years later, after I finished my job as uh, the managing director of this IC consultancy, I started running after David, asking him, uh, David, please, can't I, uh, can I please become trainer in Norway to give this to people? And he said, yes, but we don't have a system of giving this to others yet. We are good at training our own trainers, but how can we give, um, um, you know, um, um, a partner in another country this? They didn't have the system. So I continue running after him and and pulling his leg, uh, um, you know, not pulling his leg by making a joke, but I was like a dog biting in his, (laughs) the the leg of his trousers, not giving up. And um, uh, in 2012, we started... um, my official certification as a GTD trainer, later to become master trainer level one. We'll talk about certifications later, but just to, for you to understand how this works, is that after we, when I've done this, um, uh, we had the possibility. Uh, David told me that now we have the possibility to 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 give this to other nations, to other partners, and there we are building a partner network. And of course, I was super happy to be signed on. And later on, I signed on as the the Nordic region, uh, responsible for Nordic region as well uh, of Norway, then Sweden, Denmark, Finland and Iceland. And um, this is how it started. And, And my motivation is because I understand with my logical brain that this really works and it's my my practice also tell me it really works and all the people we trained also tell me this really works if you implement it so it's it's what what is more what can be more rewarding as a human being than change people's lives to the better this mm. is my inner motivation really this is um, i i love the the um, when the coin drops in mm. people's head and they understand what this is done i got an 
got an email from a client today saying that you know she she has been struggling for a while with her GTD practice, but suddenly now it's kind of loosens for her, and now she tell me that um, uh, I I feel I feel really happy these days, mm, yeah. and this is like okay, I make true teaching something I made a person happy. What what can be more rewarding than this? Mm. So that's my motivational, my motivation and my story for becoming a trainer and why I want to do this. Mm. Um, Great. Yeah. So let me r- run you through some of the prerequisites to become a trainer. You might not remember them, but um, they're all important for the David Allen Academy certification program to be to be um, uh, considered as a as a trainer um, applicant. You you need a few um, qualifications, and they there are three uh, uh, qualifications. You need to be a seasoned professional trainer. That's number one, and an enthusiastic GTD practitioner. That's number two, and number three, an avid student of the GTD methodology. And I normally would tell people, and now you can hear my bell <laughs> going off. Uh, if you listen carefully now, you will hear uh, exactly what time of day it is. But it's an, and uh, we say about the three uh, levels are sort of three um, prerequisites, qualifications. Um, what's most important is the enthusiastic GTD practitioner and that you really are an avid student of the GTD methodology, the methodology. because to be a seasoned professional trainer is not the most important because if you can read, you can deliver a seminar. It's so well made that if you can read, it's a little clunky to just read, but you really can <laughs> actually just read. Because everything is scripted here, it's easy for you to to deliver. So, um, and then the certification levels. I thought we would touch upon a little. Mm-hmm. So, um, can you tell me about your certifications, uh, Lars? What are you certified as in the so GTD world? I am a certified GTD trainer for level one fundamentals and level two projects and priorities uh, and besides that aside from the the training course i'm also a certified coach and almost done being certified as a virtual coach as well so mm. but the starting point is really the fundamentals course that i'm guessing uh, several of our listeners have have attended before starting to to listen to this one and i uh, yeah that's where we all start to to build from yeah so the certification levels are as, as follows. We have certification levels for trainers and we have certification levels for coaches. So if you do the trainers first, this is certification level one for fundamentals. Then we have certification level two for um, um, project and priorities. And uh, then we have level three, which is uh, focus and direction. And these are uh, certification that uh, enables you to deliver three different seminars. And the most popular one is where we start. Everyone starts it at the fundamentals. And uh, then you have, an, and I have the, the fortune of being a level one trainer, uh, a level two trainer, and a level one master trainer, which means that I can train the trainers on level one. And I'm a certified workflow coach, as you are, and I am a certified virtual coach as well. So that's my certification levels as per now. 
And we were going to go to, or I was going to go to Amsterdam to become a certified trainer level three, but because of um, the, the Corona times we are in, uh, this, that's not possible. We will see what will happen uh, after this summer about this. Mm. Mm. So, um, I don't know if you remember the timeline on this uh, when you got certified. Do you remember how it, you know, how well, it was? Well, I think it has changed as well since I uh, when when I was certified back in 2015. Um, that that the timeline might have been a bit different, but uh, uh, we started off in the beginning of the year. Uh, we mm-hmm. had uh, uh, the gathering of all the the trainers in in that group um, around March, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we had the test seminars closer to summer and some of mine were also after the summer. So I, it took me a few months longer than I think it will for most people today. I think you've changed the, the flow a bit so people are more efficient and, and get their certifications quicker than I was able to back in back in 2015. Yeah, well, I wouldn't say you were inefficient, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's all in the planning. No, exactly. that, uh, what I'm going to uh, tell you about now, and I want to make sure that our listeners understand this, this is our adaptation of the certification process. Uh, the certification process is uh, has the same um, components, but how fast or how slow you make them is up to the individual trainer and the master trainer to give you guidelines on. But uh, if we've done this uh, three times now. We just did one this year. So this is, um, um, we do them biannually, so every second year. And we just done it this year, which means the next possibility for doing something like this in the Nordic region will be 2022. So if you get too enthusiastic now, please bear <laughs> that in mind. It will take you a couple of years to get there. Um, and but all the all the trainers in the sorry all the um, the master trainers that are representing the 78 countries in the world that we are able to deliver GTD as a seminar in. Uh, will make adaptations and they will make, um, you know, they will decide when they will start, how often they will do them, like our colleagues, colleagues in London do them more often than, than we do here in the Nordic region. So if you go to, I think it is gettingthingsdone.com slash partners. Can you just check that up real quick, mm. uh, Lars, while we talk? And uh, I can correct that if that's wrong, because I tend that will give you an overview of all the partners in the world. So if you wanted to do this in Kuala Lumpur. I don't know if we have someone there, but uh, it won't be far. <laughs> uh, so it will start, what, what our timeline would start at, we start uh, taking um, applications in f- fall of the the year before the, the, the certification year. So we started last year, uh, 2019, people are signing on, wanted to be trainers. We talk to them, we, we, we get them to, to understand if they are qualified trainers uh, or uh, qualified applicants, that is. And then we start in January, we start uh, signing on people and they will sign an application form and send them to us. We will then um, review the application and send them to be approved by the David Academy, David Allen Academy. And we will then sign the individual instructor agreement with uh, the instructors and uh, start uh, some individual coaching for, for see how people are doing. 
then you will have something we before called Cognitive Preference Survey, which is an online survey with a call with um, a very bright guy called Frank Sopper. It's now called Kairos... What's it called? Kairos Survey? Kairos Cognition, I think. Uh, I don't know. Okay. Maybe you will be so kind and put a link in that because that's free really now, actually. Yeah, so that's that's really, really cool. And just to, to yeah. come back to the list of partners, I'll include it in the show notes as well, but it's gettingthingsdone.com slash global dash partners. Aha. Okay. Global dash partners. Okay, <laughs> good. But it will be in the show notes when you listen to this, you can find it there. Yes. And uh, you will also put a link to the, the Kairos. I will. Maybe? Yes. Oh, good, good, The good. Kairos uh, survey. Yeah, the Kairos survey is a survey to find out how your brain prefer processing information. Now, this is very interesting, especially if you get it um, followed by a call uh, with Frank Sopper, who will explain this to you and make it relevant for you. It's um, a lot of people, myself included, I'm sure you would say that too, Lars, that this has been valuable for you in your practice of GTD to understand how your brain works. Extremely valuable. It was so much mm. fun to, to learn about this, learn about the strategies, learn about how we all think differently, what stimulates your brain, taking that ideally into consideration as well when you try to, to, to figure out what kind of tasks to do and how much time to set aside. So, for example, if, you're, uh, if the test finds you to be a, a low reader, then, then keeping that in mind as you, if you have something large to read, then be sure to you know, remind yourself that you need to set aside maybe several days for this because you're only able to to focus on these for a, a limited amount of time uh, mm. so it's been very useful for me i think everyone who's done the test have uh, have really uh, been excited about it uh, so it's mm. really cool that it's available out there and you can test it uh, test it out yourself get the report um, and as you also know we also use this in uh, in most of our coachings to yeah. really understand the, the the clients better and to optimize the coaching uh, with regards to their cognitive preferences Exactly. And this, uh, then it becomes really interesting because you, you, we can then tailor the, the coaching to your brain's preferences on how it processes information. Hmm. And we, this is uh, very, uh, very interesting and very, very uh, a good tool for us as coaches as well. So that's part of this certification process. And then you will have uh, attend a trainer trainer session. We call it the tea tree in, in Oslo. It's three days in Oslo here when we do it here in the Nordic region, um, where we spend one day where you as um, a trainer-to-be will experience the, the GTD fundamentals course as delivered, um, in, uh, you know, normally delivered like a participant. And then day two and day three, you will practice with your colleagues and your new uh, trainers-to-be colleagues uh, practice the GT delivering the GTD fundamentals. And when this is over, you will start, uh, and this is where I said that planning should start before the trainer trainer, you should start practice, uh, sorry, uh, start um, um, planning your practice seminars because you will deliver three practice seminars before you are considered to, for doing a, a test. We'll talk more about that in a moment, but practice uh, fundamental seminar, uh, three, three of them with the four and um, recommended up to 10, 15 participants. And uh, you will then deliver that practice uh, with um, preferably with uh, some of the master trainers. I do this uh, in the room 
for your first seminar. And then when you've done that, we will do a debrief and see how it went and we will give you feedback. And then you will do a webinar or a workshop for what we call an INI, installation implementation, like Outlook, set up and use as a GTD system, how to do a weekly review, how to do email management, etc. And these are tailored to your, not tailored, but they are following your, your practice seminars. So you have to do a practice seminar and then webinar and workshop, uh, webinar slash workshop after times three. So it's practice seminar one, practice webinar workshop one, practice uh, fundamental seminar two, and then ditto workshop <laughs> webinar and voila, three, the same. And I clearly remember mine, uh, and I think all all trainers do. Uh, it was uh, so much fun to start delivering. Like you said, this is all, all scripted, so you really uh, feel comfortable standing up there. Of course, there will be questions, new things that you haven't come across before, but you really feel that you have a, a solid background, both with regards to the script and, of course, with regards to the conversations that took place in the in the T3, in the gathering in, in Oslo. Um, and just one, one note on that as well, it was really cool to to just meet up with uh, different trainers people who have the same interests uh, people who had you know the same passion for for sharing the methodology and hearing their stories and you know just uh, hang out with uh, with some really cool gcders uh, a lot mm. of fun yeah and and all the th- all the trainers that i've ever trained in the nordic region are are highly intelligent um and and very nice people. I mean, really, the <laughs> nicest people are DJDers. I don't know why. I don't know. I have that. I met hundreds of trainers, uh, DJD trainers, uh, throughout the world, and there, there's. I would say maybe one or two. I don't regard as very nice people, <laughs> but all of them else is super nice. <laughs> And so, I think yeah. it's maybe also worth mentioning the diversity of the the, yeah. the background. So obviously, this I think reflects the the, the, the typical backgrounds of of GTDers. Uh, that, that of course there were several IT consultants that also now offer this. Uh, Carsten, who's joining us in in Denmark, he is also mm. an, an IT consultant. That was also my background. But we also have some some really really cool creative uh, people, creative types that uh, that joined us and are now trainers. Mm. So it really is a diverse group of people. And it's um, I, I find that that really valuable because mm. there are different so many different angles to this, and you really learn a lot from these people. Mm. Yeah, and in uh, last uh, um, well, the last uh, sorry, the, t- the the two years ago when we did the, the trainer trainer, we have then a professional musician. It's got like uh, this is not very often you see become mm. a GTD trainer, but he is uh, really good. Uh, he's in uh, Norway. He's uh, in Berlin, and we have now on this um, uh, this year's uh, trainer uh, contingent. Is that something? Is that a word in English? Contingent? Mm. No, mm. maybe not. <laughs> this uh, group of trainers. Yes. Uh, <laughs> uh, we have a doctor. He's mm. not just a medical doctor, but he's a medical doctor who is responsible for his municipality's doctors. So he's like, uh, he's, um, I don't, I'm, I don't want to misquote him, but I think he said he has like 38 doctors that report to him. So he wants to learn GTD and train people in GTD. So it's a v- variety of people who want to become GTD trainers. Mm-hmm. So, and well, after you've pr- delivered your practice seminars, there is, um, 
just one thing that stands beside you and or two things that stand beside you uh, um, or in 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 your way become a certified trainer level one and that one first is me (laughs) (laughs) i said i i will want to make sure you you really understand your gtd and that your gtd system is really impeccable and that you really understand this and this we david allen used to say that the people who don't know what they don't know and that is also true with trainers i also found that with me that i didn't know what i didn't know until i know what i understand what i didn't know and um and this is the second thing is there's a written test is level one trainer competency evaluation and if you pass this you will get as certified as a gtg trainer level one very nice certificate uh, you can hang on your wall <laughs> and uh, then then there is some certification maintenance, but this is not that you have to deliver a seminar a year and some other stuff you have to do. You have to write a story, you have to participate. We have a forum for all the trainers. We also have local community of practice here in the Nordic region where we meet every quarter on Zoom or Skype or something like that to, to talk about GTD. And that's about it. I would add two more things that I yeah. remember that were really valuable, or maybe three things. Uh, first of all, some more resources that were provided before we met yeah. in Oslo. There's a lot of good content. I actually just stumbled yeah. across it recently when I was uh, moving some archives over to a new uh, hanging folder system. Uh, I found a, a USB drive, USB stick that I got from, mm-hmm. from you uh, a while back where it said uh, GTD on it or something. So that mm-hmm. was kind of fun too. Fun to find again. So there's some a lot of mm-hmm. cool stuff, a lot of cool videos with uh, David, uh, some great contents to to dive into uh, both mm. on that one and also in the GTD Connect membership that you will mm. then then get. So if you're not already a member, uh, really, you know, there's so much good stuff in there to to learn uh, about, you know, the areas of GTD where you want to to dive a bit deeper. Mm-hmm. Um, and the last thing I would add is also the, the coaching from you because I don't think you, and I'm not sure if you mentioned that, but as you start off with uh, GTD as a trainer, uh, I certainly remember some coaching sessions with you about how to adapt my system them um, at the time uh, I think my weekly review wasn't as weekly as the name might imply so so that was one of the things that I certainly had to had to improve yeah. back then um, so so those coaching sessions were also really valuable in my in my own GTD practice uh, which of course then helped me deliver better GTD seminars mm. yeah and that's that's so, uh, part of the certification process that you will be follow up by me by coaching sessions to make sure that you're your GTD practice and understandings is impeccable, as impeccable as it can be. And as you said, there's a lot of material, videos, a lot of things you can read and listen to um, for diving into this. Uh, and what I suggest, when you when you are becoming a trainer, I would tell you that deep dive into this. Don't, you know, kind of uh, listen to podcasts, listen to audiobooks, listen to uh, see videos, read and really emerge yourself in the methodology and all the material that, that will help you become a better trainer and help you to better understand the, the methodology. Mm. And one thing that's really important for uh, you as a potential trainer to understand is that we are very adamant on stressing that this is not your personal flavor of GTD you will uh, mm. deliver as a trainer. This is the David Allen Academy version. This is not you trying to 
teach people about how you do GTD. This is about teaching how David Allen Academy mm. wants you to teach this. This is very important. Yeah, so. and I think that's also part of the challenges that, that I think GTDers listening to this podcast, I'm, I'm guessing your GTDers, you probably want to uh, share some tips and tricks with your colleagues. Um, what I often saw, at least reflecting back on, on the way I shared my tips with, with people was that I would reflect or I would share how I use GTD. Uh, and that might not work for everyone else. Uh, in all mm. likelihood, I had a Adapted it to a way that worked very well for me. So, so unlearning a bit uh, to be able to to share share the methodology with with people that was also certainly part of the process. Yeah. And I see time is very close to half an hour. So maybe we should just wrap this puppy up. And um... sure, let me mm. let me just do that. And just let me also just say that how fun it is to be a trainer. Uh, it's so yeah. much fun to deliver. <laughs> like I mentioned in the beginning, the course materials, methodology. Uh, it's 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 really really well done. Uh, some of the best people in the world, and we also hear that from people who attend the seminars. Uh, teachers, for mm. example, that really know about this stuff say that this really hits all the right. Uh, uh, you know, uh, places to to make sure that people people learn it, mm. and just the ability to impact lives directly. You see, when people really get it, get to know and work with really awesome people, it's uh, it's so yeah. much fun. So hopefully, this will inspire some of you to uh, to look into that uh, that mm. possibility. And and one question that might arise in your brain right now is that how are we going to do this while on you know uh, curfew for Corona? And uh, or quarantine, then the the answer is that we have a virtual version of level one, and uh, it's possible to to be certified to deliver that as a trainer uh, in training. So, and just practical, if you want to apply to become a uh, trainer, you must apply to your local master trainer. So figure out which country that is and in, in getting things done that dot com dash sorry slash uh, global dash partners. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And you will find your local master trainer and then you will find their website and then send them an email contact form uh, from there. And um, yeah, I hope that we've given you some inspiration and information on how to become a trainer. And uh, Lars, will you take us out? Yeah, so for those of you in the Nordics, uh, how could you then get in touch with us? Well, that's gtdnordic.com. You'll find links to the country websites there in each of those country websites. Then the Nordics will have links to all the different work that we do, both with regards to the virtual uh, seminars and virtual coaching that Morten just mentioned, but also to all the articles we've written, uh, Facebook groups and LinkedIn groups where people share the methodology tips and tips and tricks. So you'll find all of that information there. Um, and as usual, we really hope that you find these episodes valuable. So if that's the case, then we really appreciate when you share the podcast with a colleague or rate, the, rate us on, on iTunes. And last thing before we go, just a few additional notes from my end. Uh, first of all, uh, what are your plans for May 19th? Um, if you have room in your schedule, we have planned a Nordic virtual GCD meetup with uh, some of the coaches in the Nordics. So uh, there will be a chance to ask your questions, uh, learn from others as well. Uh, we've done a couple of these Nordic virtual meetups now, and we wanted to uh, share this uh, with the rest of the world. So if you want to attend, you'll find a link in the show notes where you can sign up to uh, to join us via, via Zoom. Mm -hmm. Secondly, we want to hear from you. Uh, we always want to hear from you with regards to topic ideas for the podcast and feedback, of course, but 
we want to learn from you how, you know, when did GTD help you the most? Because it always seems to be the case that, that GTDers have a story where where GTD really got them through a difficult time in their life or a creative time or, or some way that it really helped them. And um, we're trying to put together an episode where we have some really cool stories from around the world uh, about this topic. So uh, let us know what your story is and you'll find our email address for the podcast in the show notes uh, as well. So that is uh, it from from my end. Yes. Okay. Thank you, Lars, and thank you for listening. And uh, until next time, be productive and have fun. Bye bye. Bye, everyone. <laughs>